broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. Um, I love this open mic from this guy in, I want to say he's in Harlem. I'm not really sure. Let's see here. Hey, this is Arkeem Harris calling from Harlem, New York. I hope that everyone's well. Shouts go out to Brian Babylon and the Babylon Beat. KBLA, I love what you're doing over there. Um, I just wanted to give my two cents on Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I know the job is difficult. Yes. I know the job is hard. Yes. I know they can't please everyone. Uh Uh-huh. But for goodness sakes, can they just look like they're on the same page? I mean, Joe Biden looks asleep. Kamala Harris looks sedated, to say nicely. I mean, look, I don't really want to go back to the Trump years, but at least there was some excitement. This Biden and Kamala Harris duo, they're not only boring, but they're not executing. They're doing a lot. I'm not saying they aren't, but I need them to look like they're having fun doing the no. most mundane. No. Thank you. No. Listen, how quick we forgot how Trump gave us so much anxiety. And yet you get the opposite of Trump with the with the Biden-Harris administration, and you can't be happy? Look, right? in, I know it's not the, the context, funnest toy in the toy box, but I the, mean, let it go. In the context of American culture, can you really be surprised? Because we are more impressed by entertainment than we are information. I, yeah, but I listen, I would rather have Sleepy Joe and Sedative Kamala... Oh, no, that's not fair. Sedative Kamala. I would would rather have that than a crazy man who gave you anxiety every time he spoke. I mean, listen, there's no there's no controversy here. The only controversy is he's asleep. I can deal with that. Well, see, okay, I I agree with the caller, but I also agree with you guys. So with Trump, I will say this. At least I didn't watch reality tv as much because his presidency was reality tv and i found it fascinating i hate it but it with our new administration i'm not gonna lie i feel uncomfortable i feel uneasy because i feel like i don't know what's going on i'm worried that at any minute we could have something you know catastrophic happen you're watching too much tv no i'm not i'm i feel like i'm being what what has happened getting nervous we almost had world war three with trump what are you talking about he's over in north korea meeting kim jong-un and all this i I mean i I personally believe world war three is still right around the corner but yeah to be fair i think kamala and joe inherited a lot of unprecedented problems they did absolutely but the, the fact that i I just, I don't know, with him specifically, I don't have anything against her. With him, I feel uneasy because I'm so worried about his It's all branding health. by right-wing media. That's all it is. It's just branding. No, I don't think that's fair. I that think you have it. to allow people to come to their own conclusion. I don't think it's fair that every time someone who's progressive makes a critique of another progressive person or a liberal, then it's, oh, well, you're obviously being brainwashed. No, sometimes I just have my own well, thoughts no, I, and feelings. I, I, and I, listen, I'll give you that there have been some fumbles in this administration, but I mean, how many fumbles did Trump have? Yeah. Oh, uh, hands down. Nobody wants Trump. I can't. I can't do another four years of Trump. You got what you got. I can't do it. I'm terrified that he's going to win this next election. I just don't think that the Democratic Party is united enough to come together to pull out another win. There is nobody in the Democratic Party for me right now that excites me. I don't know if Bernie's going to. Come on now. You got to get that. uh, What's that? uh, That uh, Newsom now. 
no, no, come no, on never. now. I'm sorry, we no. about to be a sanctuary I, city for abortion over here. I was excited for two people. Elizabeth Warren, I was excited for her, and I loved Bernie. I saw Bernie at two different events, did. and I was so impressed with him, and I was rooting for Bernie, and it just didn't work out. I was an Andrew Yang fan. I oh, still I am an Andrew him. Yang fan. I liked him, too. He's very logical, and to me... He makes sense. Like when he's talking about policy and what works and what doesn't work, I don't feel like he's influenced as much by politics as a lot of the other candidates are. Mm -hmm. And I really like him. He was a gentleman in New York, right? Yeah. The guy that they went after uh, because he, the Cuomo's went after him, which is unfortunate because I really did like him a lot too. He's a businessman. He's an attorney. Yeah. Asian. No more business. Practical. I don't want any more. And I really liked him. I Uh, would be happy for him to run for president. That's one of the reasons why I like Trump, why I did like Trump for two seconds. I was like, oh, maybe we need a businessman. We don't need a businessman. No, I think that we- Season politician. I think it's not bad to have some business experience. It's just that Trump didn't have any other experience in any other capacity that suited him for the I think Trump and Biden are almost the same thing. The apparatus is working around them and except you don't get the spectacle with with, with, uh, Biden. And I appreciate that. I mean, you know, listen, if I can watch Biden playing with his dog on the beach, I'm cool with that. I don't think Biden is progressive, though. I just don't see him. I, I, think, I, think, well, I think he serves his purpose, I think but he, I don't think he's as progressive I think as he's other working. people I think would like him to be. He's working to be progressive, but there are issues that, that are going on in Congress that have that are pre- preventing his uh, agenda from moving forward. A.K.A. Uh, Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. You know, I think Joe Manchin, uh, you know, from what I hear is, uh, you know, being beholden to the coal barons and uh uh, in his state because they, they don't, you know, the, the, the whole Democratic Party wants to move us off of coal and, and, and reduce the carbon footprint and move over to a, a kind of a green energy. Um, and, you know, you still have pieces of this country that rely on old school energy like coal and West Virginia is one of them. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's I, I understand it. Um, he's trying to protect jobs in his district. And with his constituency, you know, and that may be the thing that's holding him up. I personally think that our current politicians are progressive in their words, but not so much in their actions. I think people are actually afraid to take any drastic change that's actually going to to make a big difference. And so people tend to say really progressive things, but the actions that they take are don't actually match up to the words. Agreed. That's what it feels like. Like I, and I, I've seen a lot of people, you know, happy Kwanzaa black people because we're progressive and we care. That's nice. Yes. Being inclusive with words is one thing, but what about your policies? Are your policies progressive? That's a different question. Of course. Are your policies progressive? Of course. But what does it mean to be progressive? Progressive in words. I just looked it up, actually. A person advocating or implementing social reform Mm -hmm. or new liberal ideas. I think people are talking about, you know, oh, we could change the education system and include more of black history. Or, oh, we can address the student loan problem and health care is ridiculously expensive. These are all talking points. But what policies have been enacted that are actually addressing these Well, what issues? policies are get ever get enacted? I think the only, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I know stuff does get done here, but the Republicans come in and they, you know, they, they hit you with tax cuts. That's because then you, there are people like Biden or who I believe was actually fairly progressive who left the liberal party because he wasn't aligned uh, andrew yang i think the people who are actually wanting to implement progressive ideas they we're not ready for them well you know one progressive i mean i don't know i, I this is what i think i mean the gay community really benefited from some 
reformed to yeah. a certain degree. They got gay marriage. We've been progressive in that one area. I will agree exactly. With you. And so, but and 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 I'm I'm happy for them. But there's other areas that need to we need a lot more work on. And I feel mass like, incarceration. Right. Like it's a talking point. I always hear liberal politicians talking about mass incarceration and black men being locked up and but what has actually been done have do we have a new law that's retroactively going to allow people who are in prison for marijuana offenses now that marijuana is legal in places like dc free them like that would be progressive do you feel some sort of way that that hasn't even been uh addressed as much as if you and again i'm not hating on anybody i'm just trying to prove a point like here. you're hating i'm not hating no 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 i'm not hating on anybody but if you go into a facility and you want to have a sex change, like in, in, in the jail system, they really work hard on making that happen. Do they? Oh, my gosh. There's been stories about, um, you know, uh, you, you should look it up. There's been stories about people who have gone into the prison systems and um, they've had... Um, They've been given the benefit of the doubt in terms of getting like, you know, sex change operations. Um, there, there's a couple stories I've seen about that. But other issues that we're dealing with um, in terms of the prison system, they haven't been addressed. So that's what I'm saying. Like with the, the yeah. gay community, they've benefited somewhat and they've they've gotten um, some stuff done. But other communities, I don't feel have gotten as much stuff done at all. Well, I think the LGBTQIA plus community is very organized yeah. and they have an agenda and they're, they've been pushing things very meticulously and strategically. Like they, first they wanted to start with gay marriage and then they started moving towards gender changes. And the, I think that the way that they've done it has allowed them to enact policy over time. So you're not just hitting your head over, you're not hitting someone over the head with a whole bunch of new changes. It was a little bit each year, I felt like it was a little bit of something. I feel like when it comes to black people, the Democratic parties, time and time again, will make lots of promises to us about progressive policies to get our vote. Yeah. But then once they get our vote, there aren't really any policies that are enacted that are working in our favor. Well, I, I think we, but you're, I th it, it's one thing to make these promises happen, but you still have to kind of work with the other side to try to push your agenda through. I, I hear what you're saying, though. Why are you promising us all this stuff and you don't ever enact on it? I don't know if they can. I think that they, you know, you run into, uh, uh, you, you have a lot of hopes and dreams when you get in office and then you kind of get a uh, handle of the what the situation is on the ground when you get to Washington, D.C. Well, because it sounds like they focus on everything. It's like, we're going to change this and we're going to change that in education and black people. And I'm like, well, okay. I think they try to get the big agenda passed first. But what's the, the big agenda? Well, for the Republicans, it was a tax cut. That was the first thing that they did when they first got in office. The Democrats. What's our big agenda? You know, I, I, pertaining I, to black well, people, I feel like there is none. No, no, there is none. I, I absolutely believe that there is there is none, and we need a a, a political uh, pack uh, kind of uh, advocating for us. I mean, I wish the NAACP would kind of create a, a political action arm or um, that would sit there and go raise money and and start uh, lobbying on our behalf to get things to, you know either pull people out of the jails. Um, uh, reduce crime, uh, or, I mean, prison sentences, or, or, or do something for black people, you know? And all we got is gay rights. Yeah, that's, that's all we got. I, I just don't feel like we're 
or organized and we talk about reparations a lot. Yeah. I know people are unhappy with the idea, but I believe that we have come up with several great suggestions on this show, including our callers who have called in with ideas for reparations. Yeah, we talk about tax breaks. Yeah, tax tax cuts or free education or something. That would be a progressive policy that was implemented and pushed. And people love to talk about it in theory. It's like, in theory, how do you feel about critical race theory? In theory, it's a critical race theory theory how do you feel in theory about reparations but when we talk about actually putting this stuff into practice silent yeah well you know one thing i give the the gay community the lgbtq i gotta get all of it together was it qi qia QIA yeah plus they're very very bonded as a community and they literally have each other's back no matter what so that do they Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah. I, I everybody that I know that that's gay, that's in that community, they really have each other's well, back. Well, I Whether think the L's have the L's backs, yeah. the G's have the yes. G's backs, the T's. What is have your the fascination with the gay community? I, I really want to know this. You, I want to know what your fascination I, is with the gay. That's not fair. No, I she, feel, you I, have I, a fascination with the gay community. I, I see you gay videos all the time. <laughs> all your friends are Krista gay. Krista just what has is it? an appreciation for all different types of people. To I be do. fair, it's not just gay people she likes nah. all black people she likes people oh, yes. that wear she likes like, gay stuff you know all the, the the guys with the hair and the makeup and she just likes all of the stuff she likes like seeing men it. in high heels you like straight men who wear makeup and high oh heels oh my gosh stuff I, lo- too. I love androgyny no man yeah, that's just no straight man wears a, makeup and high heels excuse true. me sarah's dad did exactly he wore sh- makeup and high heels, and he was straight as an well, arrow. Well, he's not here he's to defend attra- himself, so we can't really <laughs> talk attra- about him. Krista is attracted to androgyny, and I think that that is totally fine. That's what, not a was weird obsession. Was her dad androgynous? Oh, he, he was, I thought he was goth. Yeah, and with the goth movement, you, uh, there's a lot of androgyny that is in that. I mean, like when we went, I mean, look, it, it wasn't easy to go out with a man that, you know, wears makeup. But my prom date, he wore makeup too. And he was tall too, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, he was like six something. Six, yeah. And oh, you weren't here when we were talking about K-pop, which I am <gasps> I obsessed with right I now. I love K-pop. And those, those. They wear makeup. They wear makeup. They I sure love those, do. those K-pop. Their makeup be looking good. And I like the music selection. In fact, the music that Don played yesterday, because I heard the K-pop. I liked it. Right? It's so good. I have to show what you the was video. That group again? They were killing ATs. ATs? Yeah, ATs, deja vu. And I hear That's you. I, I don't understand what they're saying, but it sounds good to me. Right? I mean, uh, their makeup all is always the black on artists point. you could choose. You, you, you want to choose some people that you don't even know what they're saying? What is this? No, no, no. I love all What is that? I mean, they could literally be screaming death me? to America right <laughs> it's now. It's so good. I do want some I'm Korean barbecue. I'm trying to find a K-pop right person now. right now. Look, they, I like I'm that look. Their their foundation is always on point. Their eyeliner on point. Their lips on point. And I don't even know that, in especially in Korean culture, because they dress up a lot. It's not always tied to sexuality. It's just expression. I know. People are in this like group. That. There's what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people in the group. How many people can you put in the group? Yeah. Well, they all serve a role. They're so good. And there's a lot of young girls that don't even speak Korean that love this whole K-pop movement. I mean, when they came out here, they were sitting, they were like on Jimmy Fallon or one of these. These young girls are crying. Tell me their makeup is not flawless. Oh my gosh, I'm in love right now. Yeah, once again, you guys want want the gay stuff. I don't know what it is. It's not gay. Okay, can we just normalize that the way that you choose to express yourself physically is not indicative of your sexuality? 
It's just not. Prince. Prince. I'm going to say this. I, I, I know some straight men in this building that wear makeup at photo shoots. I'm just saying. Well, that's, when that's on camera, different. That's a photo shoot. No, you're just making, you're just, you don't just get to, ma- well, I'm in a photo shoot, I need to look at, or I'm a TV interview. No, wearing makeup is not, it's nothing to be ashamed of. And that's of. not makeup, it's more like foundation to hide the that's blemishes. That's gay. I mean, that's not gay. Yeah, that's gay, not- gay. <laughs> it's gay. No, that's, it's not gay. It's not gay. I meant to say that's makeup. It's not gay. <laughs> Straight, uh, you don't get to to make the rules just because you're going on the news. All right, hold all of a sudden, on. Listen, we'll, we'll continue this conversation. We'll take your phone calls. Eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. It's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. We know you have options, but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in LA of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Fifteen eighty. Ilya over here being dad of the year. I don't, you know, the things we do for our kids. Ilya took his daughter to Magic Mountain, like, on the coldest day of the year. I was sitting there looking at these pictures online, and I'm like, what is he doing at Magic Mountain with his daughter? It is freezing cold. I'd have been like, baby, I'm sorry. Aww. Uh, Daddy ain't got the, the money to take you. The probably weren't as crazy, though, right? No, he because just said everybody was there. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, beyond things. It's like, listen, I'm not going nowhere. Do what you got to do. No. Do what you got to do. So it's the last day of the year for people to have season passes. So my daughter actually sold Girl Scout cookies and won these tickets. And it was the last opportunity for her. And mind you, it rained all that week. So when we got to Santa Clarita, it was like 52 degrees at 10 o'clock. In the afternoon, in the morning, and then by three o'clock, it was twenty-eight. Degrees. I'd have been like, "Baby, let's let's uh, let's teach you about business, and we're gonna put these on eBay, and no. we're gonna sell the money. We're gonna sell it, and we're gonna we're gonna use She'll the money." Remember this for the rest of that. Her life. That's what I say. He's a good dad. Right? He's an awesome dad. Let's go to Randy and watch. Uh, Randy says, "Real men do not wear makeup." Thank you. <laughs> oh my god! Come on, Randy. But, you know, we, we were talking about the K-pop, <laughs> and I and I said that men who wear makeup, it's oh. gay. And I'm not hating on on it, you know. But Randy, I appreciate you for being a real man, because a real man, you know, a real man has. The last time I wore makeup. Yes, sir. Talk, talk to me. Makeup, talk to me. The last time I wore makeup, we was dropping in on a block party in Laos, and yep. it was a full moon. So we had three Hueys took off, and they passed out this aqua velvet stuff that he's all putting on it. And the, and and the Caucasian uh, guys that was in there, they was putting it on. But the brothers, uh, and, so you, you see know, what I'm saying? Had, the only time you can use to, you can use makeup is in warfare. That's the only time you can use makeup in warfare. I I'm going to dispute well, yeah, this. I didn't, I didn't need it. I didn't need it because I had an M60. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I got you. Well, you couldn't see my face anyway. Wait, okay. Well, Randy, and, uh, Randy, can I ask yeah. you a question? You like Prince, right? Prince wore makeup, and he's a he was a real man. Mm-hmm. You think Prince could Barely. throw that sixty cal? <coughs> yeah, how you think Prince could do on that sixty cal? <laughs> yeah, Prince, Prince ain't shooting. He ain't Prince ain't shooting fifty cal. He ain't holding that. We don't know. Prince is. Have you seen Prince? Yes. Prince couldn't handle the gun. <laughs> you don't you know, know that. You can't tell Pr- by the, looking. That's all. I'm Prince saying. was a very small guy. Yeah. He's no way he's handling a gun like that. Hey, small guys will surprise you sometimes. We'd have to put him on a 12-gauge shotgun right. in the point. I, I can see the gun yeah. now. It had pur- purple ribbons all over it and bandanas and stuff. And All you know. I'm saying is you can't <laughs> always tell someone's sexuality. Yeah, the Viet Cong see you all over the place. You can't always tell someone's yeah, sexuality right. how they hey, present. Hey, hey, hey. 
you can't. They couldn't see the brothers. Yeah, they, they couldn't <laughs> see the brothers. <laughs> hey, Randy, thanks for the call. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, but yeah, so so I I do want to say that that uh, makeup is is not for it's not a man thing. That's that's completely not ridiculous. True. That's a ridiculous takeaway to have from this conversation. The takeaway is you get to decide how you want to express yourself, and it is completely different and set apart from your sexuality. Yeah. See, these are the videos I was sending Don. Oh, Don can't take this. And I don't no. see there's anything wrong with it. It's I think gay. Fashion. They look it's, fabulous, honey. That's how I want to walk. It's gay. It's so gay. I practiced walking like that, and Sarah took video. I said, I'm going to walk exactly wh- like them, so, and I'm going to post well, it. Well, do you think all male models are gay? Because they're not. All male models are gay? I know a lot of straight male models. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Uh, even even ballet dancers. I know a couple straight ballet I dancers. I know that male models who, who strut in heels and wear women's clothes, they're gay. Okay. And you that's know, and those are the videos that Krista sends me. All I the think that black men in general have a lot, not all, have yeah. been exposed to a very limited view of what masculinity is, and anything that fits outside of that limited box, they freak out. I know, They're like it's gay, it's gay, it's gay. Ah, what do I do? Yeah, no, calm down. It's it's not. Not everything's gay. Everything's gay. <laughs> I just. <laughs> it's all gay. I completely disagree. No, you just want guys to be gay. I don't know why. That's not what it is. I actually really love both men and women that are in touch with their divine feminine and masculine traits. Feminine and masculine. Both of us, if you, you know, believe in Jesus at all, it says we're all made in God's image. That means in God's image is both feminine and masculine. Yes. It's not bad to embrace both. Uh-huh. There's nothing wrong with had that it's androgynous look. And I love women that have that androgynous look. I think it's very sexy when Absolutely. you see a woman that's kind of androgynous? manly. Androgynous? You yeah, mean like, 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 you like Bridget, Bridget Nielsen? Or no, Brigitte? I've seen... No, I... I who, was, who would be androgynous? Who would be a celebrity that would be androgynous? Well, um... That's a good one. There was the the one of the characters on Harlem. I thought she was so beautiful. She was kind of androgynous. Did you guys watch that show? No. No. Uh, you guys have been, to watch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not e- watch watching Megan show. Good eat somebody's. Okay, that's one scene, and it's really short. The show is really funny. You're not, you're not going to get half of my jokes if you don't watch the show. I'm not watching any gay shows. It's not a gay show. Okay. It's I, not a gay. I show. think Grace Jones would kind of be like an androgynous. I can see that person, and she's beautiful, and she's got a lot of people who are absolutely in love with her. See, look at this woman. Okay, yes, that's it. That's no, she's got a really good look. That's to just her. a bald head black woman. What's the problem? No, she's she's she literally she embraces very her her profile says Jere Johnson. She was in uh, what's the show that I love Harlem. Divine feminine and divine masculine. And she embraces both very beautiful. She does like more masculine looks. That's a dude. No, it's not. not. That is her. But she also will do like a pretty cool dress. Are you sure that's not a dude? It looks Uh, like a dude to me. It's not a guy. It's a girl. And I think she does both so well. Uh And she's strong. And yeah, I just think it's so beautiful to be able to embrace both sides. We don't have to just be one thing all the time. Why not take yourself out the box? Why don't you start dressing like a dude? I don't dress like a dude, but I do love sweatpants and T-shirts and Jordans. I feel just as comfortable in that and a sweat outfit. Y'all know I love my yes. sweat outfits. Yes. All right. Tavis Smiley has a new book out. It's called um, Never Let Misery Have the Last Word. It's a special treat for all the KBLA app users. Each week, uh, they're going to be sending out push alerts uh, on your mobile phone or smart device. Uh 
with audio inspirations from the forthcoming book that will help you recalibrate and get ready for, to bounce back in 2022 uh, with essays entitled You're Still You, Stir Up the Grit or, or the Gift, Minute by Minute, Be Grateful and Never Mind the Naysayers. Wait, was that what he's doing back there? I, he's writing essays I was about all the way to back say, <laughs> I'm, I don't understand because I've been writing a book this past year uh, right, and he, it was he's really hard. Right, and he's, he's been chilling. <laughs> how, 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 how did he write a book? How? How? I don't understand. <laughs> I remember I was talking to Tavis about how hard it was to write my book. I was like, oh, it's just been so hard. And my editor. He's like, and yeah, changes. my first five. Yeah. Were. No, he was like, you know, my 24 that I've written. I was like, okay. Uh, you know, I want to start a thing where we start checking in with people, you know, and just seeing how, and testing their mental health and seeing how they're how they're doing out there. And uh, I'm going to check in first with, with a good friend of mine, Gabe, who's all the way in uh, Dallas, uh, Texas, or, or is it Irving? Oh, nice. No, Ar- is it Arlington? G- Gabe, are you there? Yeah, what's going on? I sir? just wanted to wish you a happy 2022. I just wanted to check in with you. We haven't had a chance to talk a- in a while. Gabe uh, took some beautiful pictures with his family. He's expecting twins. Oh, nice. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Why anybody would want oh, three kids, you. I have no idea. But, you know, Gabe, you're, you're better. Listen, <laughs> it's it, it one of those things that just happened. It's not like you just say, I mean, you know what? I'm going to do this twice in one go. So oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, are, you, are you excited about being, I mean, you went from having no kids to all the kids in the mm-hmm. world. Right, right, right. Um, well, well, yeah. So, <laughs> I, is that is that why you've been dodging me? Because you know I need some financial assistance. Uh, uh, I need my friends. Uh, no wonder why I he was the check friend. in on the radio. No. Right, right, right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well. How, first of all, Gabe uh, uh, was an actor. He moved back uh, to uh, Dallas. His wife is uh, doing amazing work out there, and he, he's uh, 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 owner, part owner of a shop called Fubu Mobile. How's the shop doing out there, man? Man, we're still holding on, man. I mean, this pandemic just won't get his knee out of our back, and uh, but we are we are still pushing forward, man. That's how that's all we can do is just keep pushing forward. Well, listen, I just wanted to check in with you. I saw the pictures of the family. I didn't watch the video. You know, I have a short attention span. You're a terrible friend. Well, I mean, just, I spent a lot of time I had to wait putting that video together. It, it was sixty and seconds, and just to get to the juicy information, you can let me know in the first five seconds. But, but it was it was it was all pictures of of the pictures that you say you like. So you would just watch the pictures. Yeah, he's like you know he's like yeah oh and we're it's two plus three plus five and I got to do math and try to figure out how many kids you're having. I'm like it's it was hard, man. Well, that's why I gave you the answer at the end of it, man. Thank just you. Like any good cheating test. Well, look, well, look, but right. you didn't watch it, so you didn't even need to. I I went back and watched it. Um, you and you and, and the baby and Mika, you 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 all look amazingly beautiful. Um, I love well, I, I love the outfits that you guys did. Um, maybe one day I can find me a nice woman to take pictures with and have some babies and stuff with. One day, you know, well, not, you not know, everybody's you as fortunate of you like you, man. If, if you dress the part, then you may get you know the role. So you right. know, hey. well, I guess I'm gonna be single for the rest of my life, my friend. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. I just want to check in with you. You know, I want to start checking in with people and friends, and and just uh, you know, uh, uh, if if you haven't heard from from the the thing I want people to start doing is if you haven't heard from somebody in a while, start checking in on them as a little mental health check. So you want us to call our friends that we never talked to? Call call the friends that you haven't talked to in a while. Check in with them. A lot of exciting news are happening in their lives. Gabe is adding an addition onto uh, his family here, which is a very important thing to him and his wife. Um, You know, and and also, you know, see how his store is doing 
and, and, and stuff like that. So you got to you got to support your friends uh, no matter how I uh, absolutely how close agree. You got to support your friends and make sure to call them Don. Mm-hmm. Yes. and answer their phone when yes. they're Yes. So I'm, I hope that well, that will uh, be your New Year's well, resolution. Krista, we're not friends, we're co-workers. Oh my gosh. All right. Krista's mad at me. Insane. Hey, we so, were friends so, so, first. Now we're not friends. Okay. Yeah. What did you say gave so, up? So done. Done. Does that also mean that I'm going to be able to get this interview with you on on my show? Yes. Yes. Uh, here coming up in real soon. Yes. Yes. We need to get back to a whiskey kind of day. Me and Gabe have a podcast called okay. Whiskey Day where we talk about business. Uh, matter of fact, Kiara, we should have you on um, because Kiara's getting ready to release her Like You Cards through Target. And she's getting ready to put a book out uh, that's called Therapy is Not Just for White People. And there has been a tremendous journey in, in launching these two uh, vehicles uh, for this for this whole year. So there's a lot of uh, great information uh, we could talk to. Uh, uh, you can give a lot of Absolutely. I will, I would love to hear that because mental health and awareness is a big thing in the African-American yeah. community that it a lot sure of people need is. to hear about. Yeah. So Absolutely. let's do it. All right, I'm Gabe. already excited. All right, listen, I got to run. But thanks. Tell me I said uh, hi and kiss the baby for me. And I still got that scotch book for you. I got to send to you. So I'll, I'll get that out. I look forward to getting that next year. Okay. You got thanks. it. <laughs> yeah, right? All right, Gabe. You definitely you know him. I really like <laughs> I like this idea. <laughs> I, there, I had a friend who hit me up today who I hadn't talked to in months who just said, Happy New Year. How can I support you this month? And I was like, what a nice Aww. thing to say. I haven't even responded because I was so taken aback. But I have a feeling that Don just wants us to do this because he has a whole bunch of people that he has to call back. I know. And he doesn't have the time to do it. And he's like, you know what? I might as well just make it a radio segment. I think so. No, Kill two yeah. birds I with one stone. With I was thinking <laughs> he about like this. I was calls. thinking about this. And I said, we need to check. I, w- I was watching something. Did somebody just kill themselves? Who who just killed themselves? Who was it? Somebody just killed themselves, right? And I I, I can't think about who who it was, but I was thinking about it. Was it was it a rapper? Oh, how sad! Who was it? I I can't I can't it's on the tip of my tongue. But what 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 it made me think about is that you never know what people are going through that you may not have heard from in a very long time. And so we should all take a moment to check in on people that have are, that are our friends that we haven't heard from. Can I push back a little bit? Well, yeah. I'm going to regardless. <laughs> Yesterday, you said that in this new year, you weren't going to check on people because you don't feel like carrying your friend's burdens anymore. Yes, but I have time to fill between four and seven. And okay, so, that's what I thought on so the because, radio. Because I have okay. time He's to fill. He's a flip-flopper. <laughs> he flip-flops be- so much. Because I have time to fill between four and seven, I think it's a great thing to do, and you should do it in your personal life. Listen, do what I say, not what I do. Yeah, right. that's what I was getting at. All right, listen, uh, more of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. We know you have options, but thank you. Thank you for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Stay tuned. KBLA Talk 1580. Unapologetically progressive radio. Black owned and operated from the heart of Lumert Park, USA. The heart of Lumert Park, USA. We're listening and the convo continues right now. All right, so the U.S. has reported more than a million COVID-19 cases on Monday, the most uh, ever counted in a single day by any country. There were 1,800... I'm sorry, 1,082,549 reported cases. That's a global record high. Uh, the number uh, nearly doubled the previous record of 590,000 cases, which was set uh, four days ago. Total U.S. cases uh, since the start of the pandemic are now up at 56,189,547 cases with um, 827,748 deaths 
1,688 deaths reported Monday and 8,652 over the past week. Um, they're saying the 1 million new cases is likely a significant underestimate since many people use at-home tests that aren't uh, officially reported and others who are infected don't get tested at all. Um, the, the highly contagious uh, Marcon variant, uh, variant is uh, helping drive up cases nationwide in, um, after the holidays. New York saw 85,000 cases on Saturday, while New Jersey reported an all-time high for uh, 29,000 cases. So people are getting infected by this uh, new variant. Um, but the uh, evidence um, says that the uh, uh, Omicron coronavirus variant is affecting the upper respiratory tract, causing milder symptoms than previous variants and resulting in a decoupling in some places between soaring cases and low death rates. So um, people are getting sick, but they're not dying, which I think is a good thing. It's a great thing. I think that, I, you know, and I don't know if this is the variant getting weaker over time or this is the fact that people are vaccinated. Probably. And it's not affecting or maybe combination. a combination of both. Yeah, I would say it's probably a combination. But do you think, too, our numbers are higher than other countries because we have the access and resources to self-test? I think so. I'm, although there is supply chain issues, trying to get a COVID test now is like almost ridiculous. They're sold out all, all over the, uh, at a lot of the stores. Um, and then in some places where they do COVID testing, you got to make an appointment. Yeah. Um, so I, I do believe the access to testing is, is one thing why, why, why we have higher numbers. But um, I think that there would be a lot of uh, room for concern if a lot of people were ending up in the hospital with severe illness and on their deathbed, um, which we don't necessarily see. So I think that's a that's a good thing, and maybe they're saying that, that this is uh, going to, I guess, peter out here in a, in, a, in, a, in a few weeks. I hope so. Yeah. I again, I think we're gonna go ahead, Karen. Krista, well, Krista knows someone who passed recently. Yeah, right? I know somebody who passed on Christmas. So um, what happened? He died. That's uh, what. <laughs> That's the story. I mean, it's not funny. Was he overweight no, or was he No, like, he didn't he even just, he didn't he even just, have all any All of a sudden it just happened? Well, he didn't even have any health issues. Uh, he was a health but he was older. He was a healthy eighty two oh, year a, old man. Oh, he was an at risk. And he when he went in, he was doing fine. Okay, but then I guess there was so much damage to his lungs that he ended up going comatose. But I will say that um I don't know. The, 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 it just is a weird story. That's the best thing I could say. But I just feel really bad for the family because, um, you know, he was making he was making recovery. But I think that, you know, maybe his age and that had a lot to do with it. But he wasn't like he wasn't diabetic. He wasn't overweight. He was a healthy older man. But, oh, wow. you know, it just it just happens. Yeah. You know, 80 something. That's you're up there. So your immune system may not be able to fight this off. Yeah. Um, they thought it, 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 he was he was going to make it. Yeah, but yeah, we, we talked about while you were out, we talked about one lady who was, she caught COVID at 108. Yeah. And then she lived to be 110 and she just passed away. And she passed away. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, right? 110? Do we think Betty White died from COVID? Some people are saying that, you know, that they're saying that, that what they, that what they said was, okay, so it was a manager or her agent or somebody said that, I guess the rumor was she got a booster and then she died. And the agent's like, no, dispelling the myth that it was not the booster shot. But, you know, how the rumor rumor mill works. They're yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, the booster killed her. I mean, yeah. she was 99. What, do you, what more? What do you? Yeah, at that point, it's, nice no matter life. what it is, it's old age. Yeah, it's got to be old age. I mean, she's 99 years old. I mean, and she was hanging in there and working. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you got to go. 
I mean, you don't want to go, but I mean, at some point you got to go. I well, mean, just, I saw this really funny meme where, or no, it wasn't a meme. It was a video, TikTok. And this grandkid was talking to her grandma and she's like, in five years, where do you want to be? And she's like, in five years, I'll be 94. Hopefully I'm dead by then. Wow. And it was kind of funny. But it's just the idea that not everybody wants to live forever. You live a good life and then you're tired and you're ready to go. I think uh, I, I totally understand and get that. You're like, I've seen enough here and I'm just ready to go. But then you don't want to kill yourself. Or anything like that, you yeah. know. You just uh, want to, you want to go peacefully in the middle of the night in your sleep. I know everyone I've ever met who, when asked how they want to die, they always say in their sleep. Is that how you guys want to die? In your peacefully sleep? in my sleep. Yeah, I be, I guess it'd be the way. I don't. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I don't. I don't want anything tragic to happen. Me neither. Tragic. Ugh. Yeah. No. No. I want to be peaceful in my sleep too. I think that's the way to go. Peaceful, you know. Hopefully, kind of like the notebook, holding hands with the person that I'm in love with. (laughs) And we die the same day. I would feel some type of way if, like, the poet, if I died before the poet. Really? Because then he gets to go on living life. He could marry someone else. (laughs) My ghost is going to come back and be like, uh-uh, honey. You don't want him to marry anybody. Uh-uh, yeah. Honey. yeah. You should, you, your ghost should be happy that he's able to move on and you find know, somebody. That's a very mature thing to say. Yeah. I'm not there. Yeah, you I'm should be that. like, uh-uh. I, I have You're not dead. Evol- what are you I haven't evolved do? to that place. I actually, do you guys not worry about what's going to happen when you die? I always wonder, like, are people going to go through my journals? Yeah. There's a new, I saw it recently, a new feature on the iPhone that allows your families to get into your phone once you're deceased. I don't want that. When I die, bury my phone. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't want my. What, yeah, what do you no. have to hide in that phone? I mean, it's not that I have to, anything to hide, but I have text messages and I have notes, and it's just very private. I don't want anybody going through my stuff when I'm dead. I, I don't. Just burn it all. Yeah, it's me not neither. yours. You'll be exposed. Yeah, I don't want. I mean, I don't have anything super embarrassing. I do. So I already started journals. I found some journals that were really embarrassing. And as much as I Why wanted to- Why are they embarrassing? You wrote them. Oh, no. Journals can be embarrassing. They can be embarrassing. I mean, I was at a different place in, in my life. And so I ended up just- Not only did I rip it, but I took it outside and burned it. Krista, I ripped mine up too. Yeah. When I was thinking, I just went down this rabbit hole of, oh, no, what are people going to find when I die? I took some of my journals and I ripped them to shreds. Yeah. I was yeah. like, nope. Well, what, what is in these journals that you got to rip Our up? Our deepest thoughts yeah. and secrets and feelings yes. and just the stuff that nobody's entitled to but you and God. Right, exactly. You don't get like to what? look at that. I, just stuff that I'm not going to share because it's between me and God. Oh, it's oh, gone. You, it's trashed. It's ripped into tiny little pieces out in the universe somewhere. Oh, you need me to dispose of the pieces? I can. Nope. They're they're gone. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I hear you. You would want someone going through all your stuff when you die? I'm dead. What am I going to do with it? But they're going to be like. <gasps> that's on you. No, no, no. I'm dead. That's <laughs> on you. That's, that makes me so anxious. It doesn't even matter at this point in time. I'm dead. What am I going to do about it? Like, oh, no, don't read that. No, I'm dead. Well, I, just, I, I could know. tell you the worst story was when my friend's boyfriend died and all the dirty secrets came out. And I know what it did to her. I went and visited her and 
I honestly, I honestly thought she was going to try to kill herself. That's how bad it was. What, See, di- what dirty secrets? Some what? things just you need to take to the grave with you. He had a family. He had kids. Oh, whoa. That she didn't know about. He had other women that knew about her. She was the sugar mama. You know that's and not everybody, uncommon. And everybody knew that it, it, was, it was, you know, and they were going to get married. I mean, plus he had my social security number and my daughter's social security. Oh, I'm like, how did he get gosh. my stuff, girl? What you? What's going on here? I know to Don point several people who have found out about whole families when yeah. someone has died yeah see the secrets come out interesting yeah he had a lot of secrets that, and a uh, lot of women that uh that having another family in another uh, country is a is a thing now I yeah know, especially I for haitians yeah. oh really yeah i'm gonna just leave that there well yeah. I, i've heard haitians and then the people in the in the dr also i heard, I heard uh, people in the in DR african culture y'all I don't want to put any names out there because I promised my friends I wouldn't use their names when I'm telling their stories. Uh-huh. But I have this friend who is dating this guy who is from Africa, and he went back home for his mother's funeral, in quotation marks, and she found out that he actually went home for his wife's birthday. He had a whole wife back home. Jeez. And you're going to lie on your mother? Jeez. Why didn't she just join the family? Mm-mm. Which you're not gonna do. I was like, God's gonna punish that. Yeah. He was, and he was pretending to be all heartbroken. He's gonna have to go back home to my country, my mother, and it's so sad. It's sad. Terrible. Yeah. I don't, I don't. And the other woman called her and was like, "Stay away from my husband." She was like, "Your husband." Oh, see, that's the awful. whole other family thing. Mm-hmm. But why, why, why didn't she just, why didn't he just bring merge the two Absolutely families? Absolutely not. I don't. You're saying that as a joke. And you know the excuse he gave her. He was like, "Well, at it least is in my culture." I love and respect you enough to cheat with someone yes. in another country. Yes, King. Yes, King. I was like, yes, King. Be respectful girl. when you're cheating. Well, see, you, this is a dream come true for you. I can see your dirty secrets coming out. We well, have all, of all kinds of stuff. First of all, on. first of all, if I wanted multiple families, that is a conversation for me and my many wives. Yes, I know. Oh, my gosh. Okay, and, and that's not something I would hide. I would want everybody to get along. Oh, no, I know there's some dirty secrets. I can what see. What dirty secrets? Yeah, do I feel I like have? we're going to find out a lot about Don once he's gone. We yeah. can we can look at you and see that you got these shifty eyes. I told you that already. You got these eyes yeah, that look like I got all not, kinds of stuff going she's on. She's not lying. You do. <laughs> you definitely you. have eyes that look like they're hiding something. Oh, yeah. You know, Donna Meachie had like 15 kids in Utah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying it's that, but He you, was secretly a Mormon. You, you know? got them. I got something to hide eyes. My life is an open book to a certain extent. I have been, To a certain extent. Well, no, because I have been very ch- uh, choosy about information that I have relayed because people like to weaponize information against, against me. And I don't like that. So I stopped really being so open uh, with with everybody um, because people like to weaponize things. So That's I, exactly, which is why certain things need to be no, no, ripped no, up and shredded. If I'm dead, though, if I'm dead, what no, does it No, they matter? can still weaponize and destroy your name and your reputation. In what death. do I care? I'm dead. Okay. No, I care. Listen, I probably destroyed my name enough. You know what I'm saying? Probably nothing we left him. I, and I also think that, and then I'm going to say this, people in entertainment are just a whole different type of a person. Yeah. Come on. And you are definitely an entertainer. Yes, True. I am an entertainer. I entertain. All right, listen, more of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Be sure to follow and subscribe to all our socials at KBLA Talk 1580 on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. Stay in touch with us by downloading the all-new KBLA Talk 1580 app on your smartphone. Your smartphone. Carry the convo wherever you go. And keep it locked to the only talk station that gives you a voice. voice. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about.
Rootingfamilyblack.com for details. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are rooting for everybody black. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Uh, so I was reading this article by Susan Olzak, uh, who is Emeritus Professor of Sociology at Stanford University, where she studies social movements, race and ethnic conflict and urban violence. And she did some research and she says her results were clear. Um, she studied America's 170 largest cities between 2000 and 2019 and found that street protests uh, were followed by declines in officer-involved fatalities of black and Latino individuals. So mm-hmm. basically the protest uh, movement that we had over the past couple of years did help and reduce black fatalities by 11% and Latino uh, fatalities by 7%. The study also looked at the impact of civilian review boards starting uh, in the 1960s. Uh, you know, activists pressed for these citizen-run watchdogs uh, on the theory that their monitoring presence would enforce reforms and accountability. Uh, the authority of these boards ranged enormously, some merely making recommendations to the police chief, a few with the power to subpoena and fire police chiefs, all, however, at least appear to signal progress. Many CRBs resulted from community protests uh, opposing police brutality, yet establishing them did not reduce fatalities, the study found. There was no difference in fatalities in cities that had boards and cities that did not of the 100 city, 170 cities in the study. Uh, fewer than half the civilian review, um, uh, fewer than half of the civilian review boards by 2018. So I, I often look at these review boards and even these internal in, uh, investigations when when it comes to police um, show of force or use of force or, or, or shootings that they're just rubber stamps. Mm-hmm. Like you get on the inside, you get on this review. I think I think the people who get on these review boards. Well, I think you got to look at who's who's putting people on the review boards. Number one. Yep. Um, and then once you get on these review boards, do you become part of the system? Do you automatically take the take the side of the cop because you know that they have a very dangerous job to do, and you start looking at things from their perspective instead of looking at it from the civilian's perspective? Um, so, but but this study uh, shows that the protests, which it kind of makes sense, that that these protests may have triggered the police into a sense of we need to chill a little bit mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. i don't know if it actually came from a space of care as much as no. it did a space of fear it's, right it's, of course it's definitely fear. a space of fear yeah. yeah i don't i definitely don't, don't think that the police are not shooting people because uh uh they're trying to care for the community i think they just don't want to be the next viral sensation yeah. or Derek chauvin and end up with a court case and, and, and in jail which is it, I, I, okay, if that's how we if that's how we get to reducing uh, police shootings, okay, I I, I I I would think better training would be uh, at the forefront. Um, they also showed uh, evidence also showed that body cameras seem to have an effect. Black and Latino fatalities by police appear to be down significantly in cities where officers are required to wear body cams, uh, but because the data is often compiled compi- at the state level, the link uh, is not so tidy. Um, so what is clear is, uh, is that protests, locally orientated demonstrations significantly reduced the number of black and Latino deaths by police. Um, I don't know if this is going to put any policy changes, but, but I was also thinking about this also has, I think, press prosecutors on how they're charging people at the same time too. I think, I think the legal system, they, they live in this rhythm of, societal backlash and it's 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 on opposing ends 
The backlash comes when they do too much and they throw too many people in jail and they overcharge and they shoot and kill without asking questions. And then backlash comes when they don't do anything. Yeah. You know, and people want to get tough on crime. Yeah. You know, and it's a very hard, listen, it's a very, I'm not saying being a police or prosecutor or defense lawyer is an easy job. Right. It's a very, very hard job, but it's a job you signed up for. That's true. I'm sorry. It's a job you signed up for. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have to burn down the city to get you to stop uh, killing people. Right. You know, what, what I don't understand is why we can't just come up with some non-lethal way to bring people to justice and give them their day in court, and regardless of whether you feel it's a kangaroo court or not. It could be coming. Not. That, that, that's that solution not. could be coming. You never know. I don't think know. so. I don't think it might not be in our lifetime, but maybe, you know, when we're dead. I, I got to give a shout out to, let me see if I can find this story here, um, because it was, it was um, where is the story? Dang. So I got to give a shout out to Catherine Fernandez Rundle, who is the Miami-Dade State Attorney. And she, uh, in a press conference recently, um, is charging five police officers with battery after being accused of roughing up a man uh, suspected of injuring another man in a hit-and-run accident. Mm. Now, this the, the police officers... And here's what I, uh, I never really understand when, when, when it comes to police. And shouts out to this, this state attorney for reviewing the video. And this is not the only video that, come, that has come out of Florida that they need to review. Yeah. There's, there's a lot more. But what I don't understand is that this guy they were chasing, and it was like 20 officers chasing this guy, and he finally gave up. He gave up. He laid on the ground. He put his hands behind his back. And then all of a sudden, here comes 20 police officers yes. on top. How many cops do you, you need, need to handcuff someone who has yeah, his arms behind his back? Yeah. It's, it, it doesn't make any sense. And then, I would love to get a an officer's thoughts on that because I feel like I've seen lots of situations that don't look threatening or violent where they're like three, four, five yeah. cop cars. Yeah. Why? Well, the, Why well, well, the first thing they're going to sit there and say is that we don't know if he has a weapon on him or whatever. But I mean, if an individual is clearly complying with you and it looks like he's complying with you, he's on the ground and his hands are behind his back and here comes 20 more officers trying to handcuff him. Like how many officers do you need to handcuff an individual with his arms behind his back? And on top of that, here comes another officer kicking this guy. And oh. it's when Human nature. To if fight I see back. 20 people coming at me with guns, I don't know how I'm going to respond. That's at true. that point, you're just getting whatever my response system. Yeah, I think there needs to be a deep psychological dive into this takedown that police get into. It's almost like a mob mentality for police officers when they're when they're either so hyped up with adrenaline that they can't calm themselves down. In this instance, that the guy that they they roughed up, there was another guy who was filming the police, and here comes another on body cam video police officer attacks this guy and, and tackles him to the ground and he was no he, he wasn't even part of the incident he was just filming hmm. you know so and 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 five of these officers i think they've been fired and they're going to be charged with misdemeanor battery which they should be charged with more than that yeah. because if the roles were reversed there'd probably be some felony charges uh, against the uh suspects if they were to uh do what they did to police officers right. and so overcharge the police officers just like you would overcharge the people out in the streets of course 100%. you know keep it fair but i gotta give a shout out to the miami Dade state attorney Catherine fernandez rudder who saw this on this video and 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 decided to sit there and take action because it was egregious and if we could sit there and get this type of backbone uh, amongst uh um a lot of other uh state attorneys or or, or prosecutors offices when it comes to police misconduct that's clearly in front of your eyes that you see uh, i think we would start to heal and 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 trust would probably start to um 
uh, grow inside this justice system that people ha- don't have anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's, I hate it, when it's we eroded. see a video that's clearly egregious and bothersome. That's not but what then, you saw. Yeah, and they try to tell you that it wasn't. It's like, oh, yeah. but I'm looking at it with my own eyes. No, that's not a foot. That's not a foot in, on his throat. That's his toe. That's his toe. <laughs> he was tap dancing. Right. Yes. He he had a he had a hypothetical gun. You didn't see it. You weren't there. Yeah. I I hate it. I yeah. Hate but it. the tactic is to have you second guess and confuse you. I know. I was really looking at George Floyd like, was he next to the exhaust pipe? I know. How close was it to his face? Yeah, because the more they say it, then it kind of confuses you and you're like, Listen, I I gave that lawyer a lot of credit because he, listen, he had to do a Hail Mary pass and as creative as that, that George Floyd died because of the exhaust from the tailpipe of the car. I was like, all right, bro. I I respect, but but come on. That's yeah, not gonna I fly. Just, but that is a great tactic for gaslighting. You just keep saying it over and yeah. over and over yeah. until people start to second guess themselves. Well, we learned that from Trump. Yeah, I mean, we did. We, we, we learned that from we Trump. That's, and a lot of people, a lot of a lot of young, a lot of younger or newer politicians have learned from Trump that if you repeat a lie over and over and over and over and over it again, and you don't true. waver, it becomes true. We'd hear Trump say something, and then they'd be like, "So this is what you said. That's not what I said." Then they play the tape back to him. That's not what yeah, I, I said. Know, I That's know. not what I said. I'm like, but I'm confused. I heard it. You heard Look, it. Look, when they were talking about he had the biggest inauguration, I was like, well, maybe they got the wrong photos. Oh, yeah. You know, he keeps saying they got the biggest inauguration. Maybe they took the wrong photo at the wrong time. I don't know. He says it's more. Yeah, yeah. He says it with a straight face. Yeah, I'm a like, lot of things. Like, they're true. <laughs> It's scary. So you got you got to give him credit for that. Like he knew how to like well, mess with manipulate mind. people. Was, yeah, well, he must have crazy. read Forty Eight Laws of Power. Did what? you guys you know read what? that? <laughs> no, I, 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 I read Forty Eight Laws. It's, it's an amazing book if you haven't read it. Eric, you want to start a cult? I, yeah. I think what it is is that they uh, he's a, he's a reality star, and oh, it, yeah. and within reality TV, it doesn't necessarily have to be true what you're saying. It just has to be outrageous, and you just have to say it with confidence. Of course. And the more you you know, because that's all they do is lie on TV and pump things up and hype and all, all this other stuff um so um i i, I don't know uh we gotta uh, listen make sure you download the app because you're gonna get excerpts of tavis smiley's uh, new book uh, never let misery have the last word which uh, i can't wait to read uh once i read his other fifteen thousand books uh more of this conversation when we move forward this kbla talk 1580 build black better better treat it tell it la finally has a black owned talk radio station and it's unapologetically KBLA Talk 1580. 80. KBLA Talk 1580. Unapologetically progressive radio. Black owned and operated from the heart of Lamert Park, USA. The heart of Lamert Park, USA. We're listening and the convo continues right now. Hey, that, number, that number didn't work. Uh, was it a wrong number or? Oh, uh, uh, okay. What did, was it her voicemail? Oh, okay, okay. Who are you trying to call now? I'm just trying to check in on people I haven't heard from in a while. Oh, I like that. Let's 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 talk to Don's friends. Okay, if Gail Anderson from KTLA is a ex girlfriend, (gasps) then that there you go. She's oh, wow. an ex-girlfriend? No, she's not. Oh, what was this about how to rumors say? get started. I, oh, my God. I watch, I watch her on the news. I love her. I haven't heard from Gail in a very long time. I was trying to check in with her to see how she's doing. It's 2020. I haven't heard from her in a while. Yeah, she's a nice... She, she's great on, on I TV. I bet you people are looking at their phone like, why is Dawn calling me? Dawn <laughs> never calls. I don't. You're right. I don't. Matter of fact, I, I have turned off every <laughs> single like notification on my phone. So oh, my, which phone? Because don't you have like all these different phones? No, no. Phones? I, I've got it all to my uh, all to my same phone, but I spent on... I spend a lot of time going through the settings app which 
can be very helpful. A lot of times we just deal with our phone and it irritates the hell out of us because we get so many notifications. But if you if you literally go through your phone, you can turn a lot of this crap off. So you like you can have peace and don't have to constantly look up to your phone every five seconds. Why do you have like five or six different phone numbers? I don't, I had three. Okay. And I got rid of my 800 number because I didn't use it that much. So I was like, I don't, I don't need it. And I have two. I have a public number that I give out to people. Okay. That I can disconnect at any time and just cut everybody off. Right. And then I have my actual phone number. Yeah. Which, you know, you badgered me into giving to you, okay? <laughs> okay? You sure did badger. <laughs> I know. Because I was so offensive to be like, you don't have my real number. I know. That, that is kind of rude and outrageous. Mm-hmm. How is it rude and outrageous? At the same time. Don't even give your friends your real number. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. We're not friends, Yeah, though. it's like we're telemarketers <laughs> or something. It all depends on what time of the day and how nice you are to me to oh, determine yeah. whether or not you're friends. You've been very mean to me for the, for the past. Who's been mean? Krista. <laughs> No, I, she wasn't being mean to you. I got no Christmas gift from her. That's, I didn't get a New Year's Eve phone call or anything like that. He's gaslighting. Yeah, he's, right gaslighting. he's pulling a Trump. Yeah, That's what that is. Don't I even know. fall into that. That's not true. Uh, yes, I got an, an amazing gift from you. I got uh, a 90s game, which I haven't opened yet. And then what else did you give me? You gave me I have this book that I thought you the would book, like. Yes. I really liked it. It's just really easy read. Yeah, the, the book, which I thought was dope um, because I love stuff like that. And there was one more thing that you gave me. Alcohol. Right? Did you? Oh, you yeah. gave me some, like, uh, cans of uh, wine? It's wine spritzer. Wine spritzer. Yeah, I drank those the first night. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got to the game or the book. But but thank you. Thank you for the great Christmas gift. It was unexpected. You know, um, I guess it's payback for all the cigarettes I give you. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> the cigarettes that I don't smoke. No. What are you yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, I know. No, you Stop just, lying. You just hold. Well, I got a very cute... Uh, Furry scarf from Krista that I love. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I special delivered it to her house. She sure did. It was fit right up my aesthetic. Oh, look at you. Yeah, so well, because I love You're you a good guys. gift giver. Thank you. Yeah. You are. Yeah, just don't talk about her gift because she'll let, never let go. Oh, Don went around asking everybody, how no, much does this it cost? Was, it was just that one time when when he asked uh, the gentleman that used to work here, uh, how much did it cost and was it I don't expensive? even know what you're talking about. In front about. of my face. That that was the Yeah, worst you should have had it. the decency to at least wait. Behind my back when I don't know. Because sometimes I'll Google things, like if people have given me a brand I've never well, heard first of. First of all, you brought, you brought me this obscure liqueur, whatever the hell it was. I don't I know it was if it, good. I don't know if it's poison or not. I'm just seeing Why would she poison you? Because that's what she does. <laughs> Oh my All right? gosh. That's what you do. I don't you don't never know what's going on with you and where your head is at, okay? Um uh, uh, <laughs> uh, all right, so uh USA Today did a debunking of a lot of the rumors surrounding the January sixth insurrection. Um, and we'll go over some of those uh, um, here in a second because it's very interesting. Uh, it's very interesting the amount of misinformation that is floating around, like the QAnon and the and the and the people who stormed the Capitol and what they what they thought was really happening and how it was all Antifa and the yeah. and, and and all this other stuff. And it's just, it's weird how this information gets started, yeah. and then they just believe it. I know. I you know and 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 I don't know what what's the worst thing you've ever believed that wasn't true you everything know? i believe is true what are you talking about <laughs> no i mean that was like debunked that's been debunked like you know i used to believe that uh tupac uh that the outlaws uh rode tupac's ashes up in a blunt and smoked it oh really that was a big rumor you know when tupac died mm. I, uh, I believe that i believe uh, i mean think about i that. feel like i believe beyonce is the illuminati 
that hasn't been debunked. What are you talking about? That's it, there's no such thing as the Illuminati. Okay, that's not true. I believe the Illuminati exists a hundred percent. I think there are too many uh, coincidences that we've seen. There are too many symbolisms. I this I a hundred percent believe that they exist. Now, is every single successful black person who's ever made it part of the Illuminati? No, that's right. ridiculous. I right. believe that that was Michael Jackson's real hair, and I didn't know it was a wig. Oh, I don't know why you believe that. I thought it was, it was a, a whole different texture. And, and he didn't even. On top of that, I thought I, I thought he was had vitiligo. Doesn't he? No, he's no. bleaching his skin. Well, I know okay, that he so was bleaching that... his skin, but I thought he also had vitiligo. No, I do we too. don't know that for sure. Have you seen his doctor records? <laughs> we don't know that. I think one thing we know about Michael Jackson is that he could pay a doctor for anything at this point. I think what devastated me, because that you bring up a good point, like I wasn't sure about the whole kid situation, and as a super duper 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 fan, it was hard for me to accept that kids really did sleep in his bed. I didn't believe that he had oh, sleepovers. Well, I Jackson. really didn't believe it. I was like, there's no way. These people just want money, but apparently he did have sleepovers. Yeah, he bought a wedding ring, I think, for one one of the kids. That... Oh, see, like I don't want to hear that. It hurts me. Yeah, it's, it it's weird. Hurts. I mean, I don't know yeah. why. I'm not saying I'm not saying anything. I just don't know why it's, he would be in a ring all, shop. It's all strange. Very suspect. I, you know. I, I so know. it's it's very interesting how, how Okay, how I thought so it was. Yes. I believed that in Sister Sister, I thought I knew that they were two different people, so I thought every single movie that had two twins was two different people. Like I thought Lindsay Lohan was also two different people in Parent Trap. Wait, what, you know they there do a whole bunch of movies. Yeah, T and oh, Tamara were twins. Yeah. So every time I saw a movie where there were two people, like Parent Trap, oh, I always was thought it was two people. Oh, I, I was it. shocked when I learned it was one person. It was one person. It's just yeah. a good actor. Yeah, and there are a lot of movies like that yeah, where there right. are two of them. And it's really the one. All right, Sean, I'll see your phone call. We'll get to it when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. We know you have options, but thank you. Thank you. For making the best choice. The only station in LA of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580.